Hey, what's going on, my qualifiers? Welcome to another episode of Unqualified News with your host, M, Mauricio. That's me. This is episode number 46. And thanks for clicking play. So I just wanted to start with a little bit of housekeeping. Um, I know I said every Wednesday. Last week was just a little bit off schedule. Had to do some, I guess, traveling to San Jose for work. Uh, but there's really, I mean, there's really no excuses. I had, you know, I had every single bit time to really do it but uh the un talk episode with the animal control officer who is also a public education officer so she goes around and actually educates us about uh you know wildlife so it's a really good un talk that i've been kind of just holding tight i'm going to release that pretty soon but uh, i kind of want to just cushion it with a couple more episodes of unqualified news i think uh the un talks i dropped them a little bit too quick Somebody I really trust uh, in this podcasting universe um, <laughs> told me, uh, you know what, that I, I, I dropped them a little bit too fast. And, and I, I agree with that. They could have been uh, spread out a little bit better. But um, just just with my audio, just with everything, uh, we're, we're, we're learning as we go along, you know. But um, I'm trying to remain true to, to what I'm doing here, you know. And it is just um, I'm not afraid to be wrong, you know. Um, and actually, with saying that, this is perfect time to thank all the new listeners that are listening in due to all the UN talks. A lot of popular people I've uh, been talking to. It's kind of nice to listen to different voices uh, from time to time. And uh, those long-form conversations, I love them so, so much. I love to go in there and just, just sit down and talk for two hours. Um, I feel like it, it really uh, people unravel about an hour and a half in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just keep up the facade so long. You know, after a while, you kind of just have to be yourself. And um, I think it takes about 90 minutes, <laughs> 90 minutes. And then uh, you kind of get an idea of who you're really dealing with, you know, because people could be fake for a little bit. Uh, but if you really get to know somebody and if you really get to talk to somebody, you kind of get to uh, to get um a better perspective of who they really are and uh that's why i love those long-form conversations i actually asked somebody to be on un talk and uh they said maybe because <laughs> because the way i asked was hey uh do you have somewhere quiet uh that we can record and also do you have three hours to sit down and talk to me and they're like what the f-? you know and um I mean, yeah, that does make I mean, they said, yeah, for sure, but three hours, you know, and, and I guess it does make sense, you know, to ask somebody to, you know, sit down and talk to me for three hours. But what I also want the person that's doing the UN talk with me to get out of it or to also want is their voice to be recorded so that they can share it. They can share their story. They can share whatever they want to share during UN talk. There isn't really a... Um, transcript you know there isn't really a template uh that i have i mean i do have a couple questions because you know i it's just as backup you know but most of the times it kind of goes all over the place and i love that it's real true just talking you know um but enough of un talk uh thank you new listeners and i always forget to ask you guys because uh being of latino descent i think has a lot to do with not asking you know i hear a lot of podcasts and they're not afraid to ask people to send them money they're not afraid to say hey can somebody uh you know who wants to be our 
personal wallets or who wants to be our purveyors or what so many different things and uh it just i still you know what i don't feel 1000 comfortable doing that up until i'm able to promise you that i can drop an episode every wednesday and i let you guys down last wednesday so for me to come over here and say hey you can support the podcast by you know uh webmoing me blah 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 it's just uh, it, i don't feel comfortable enough to do that but you know how you can support the podcast by giving me a rating giving unqualified news podcast a rating on apple podcast or go subscribe on spotify just so that it becomes you know part of the algorithm so that it could it could come up when people type in news a lot more often i received an email i don't know if it's a fake ass email about podcasting but it did mention that unqualified news podcast is ranked 236 of the commentary news in the united states for all podcasts i'll take that i will fucking take that shit to the bank 236 of news commentary thank you a random podcast email it seemed like some type of phishing email like they wanted me to get some information but they also had other information i can't recall what it was but uh i'll take that it said 236 i mean at this point in time i'm probably a little better than that that reminds me of uh i just took a lift for the first time uh, i was an uber person and uh for some reason the uber app locked me out i, I don't know but <laughs> i downloaded lift i had to go to lax i had to come back so on my way back from lax uh this past weekend um I was talking to the Lyft driver. I mean, we were talking for a while. It was like a 45 minute drive. So I was nonstop talking. And halfway through the conversation, I was like, um, I was like, yeah, you know, uh, oh, before that, actually, he asked me, he's like, uh, because we we're talking about the news and he's like, do you listen to NPR? I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I listen to NPR. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm like, he, and, uh, he's like, Hey, uh, but you know what I don't like about NPR is that they always attack you know the republicans they always attack republicans i'm like well yeah that's kind of like you know that's that's what these main uh news uh, outlets do they they choose a side and they attack and he's like yeah that's what i don't like and i was just looking around like what am i you know am i being punked right now is, is what's going on here is this and i had to tell the guy i had to tell the guy that had this podcast i mean after saying that i had to tell him so i'm like yeah you know what uh by the way i um i have a podcast it's called unqualified news and it's funny you say that because what i try to do is i try to remain down the middle i don't like to take sides i'll show the inadequacies on both sides i'll show what both sides are doing wrong you know but i'm not gonna like make fun of them i'm not gonna poke fun at them i'm not trying to hurt nobody you know and i also told him everything i do comes from a place of love and he was like wow i love that i love that and he's like what's the name and he's like don't let me forget don't let me forget and uh and uh i didn't let him forget <laughs> the last thing i told him i'm like unqualified news and um he's like okay okay i'm gonna listen i'm gonna listen and uh so hey man if you're listening what's up jersey <laughs> uh pretty cool guy pretty cool guy just moved from jersey um he was trying to figure out the weather you know and i was like yeah it's pretty hazy he's like wow that's crazy like i just just moved from jersey this is the first time i'm listening i'm i'm hearing of the word hazy like i had to look up what hazy was i'm like yeah hazy and he's like it's just smog it's just pollution i'm like yep yeah man it's uh jersey it's pollution we have a lot we have a huge population here 
I'm pretty sure a lot more just in LA and uh, and him saying that made me feel a little bit validated a little bit like I'm doing something that's needed you know and it's easy because I like doing this this is fun so uh, that's another big plus it's not like I'm sitting here and toiling over it like oh god here we go you know all I gotta do is really stay awake up until this time uh, <laughs> I mean I have a pretty long day but enough of that let's just get right into these stories the first one is from smithsonianmag.com a 300 million year old fossil discovered in Utah could be a new species by Rasha Aridi a 300 million year old fossil discovered deep in the Canyonlands National Park in Utah could belong to an entirely new species reports Amy Joy O'Donoghue for the Desert News the fossilized critter is an anote a land-dwelling vertebrae that lays eggs and has four legs it's most likely an ancient ancestor of reptiles or mammals though more testing is needed before scientists can definitely label it as a new species, reports Sherry Liang for CNN. It's roughly the size of an iguana, and the fossil preserves at least the vertebrae, top of the skull, and some of the shoulder girdle and forelimb. Adam Marsh, the lead paleontologist at the Petrified Forest National Park, tells Price for the Sacramento Bee. Around a year ago, a Canyonlands park ranger stumbled across the fossil and reported it to the park. Then, scientists from the Natural History Museum of Utah, Petrified Forest National Park, and the University of Southern California teamed up to dig into this discovery. They filed for a research permit and excavated the fossil last month, reports CNN. This is cool because it's 50 million years old and the oldest dinosaur fossil, Marsh tells the desert, so it's kind of cool that it's from a period in Earth's history where we just don't have lots of fossils from, in North America especially. This creature existed between the Pennsylvanian period, 323.2 to 298.9 million years ago, and the Permian, 298.9 to 251.9 million years ago. During the Pennsylvanian era, plants started to colonize dry land by the way of more evolved seeds. Animals did so through the evolution of the amniotic egg, in which the embryo develops inside a shell, like with birds and reptiles. In the Permian, the planet's continents started to squish together to form the supercontinent Pangaea, and the era ended with the largest mass extinction in Earth's history. It's a phenomenal specimen. You do not see something like this very often, so it's really significant for that in itself, Marsh tells CNN, but what it indicates is that there's probably more fossils out there, especially at Canyonlands, in this really important time interval. Adding to the excitement, Adam Huntlocker, a biologist at the University of Southern California, tells CNN that finding fossils of aquatic creatures is common at Canyonlands. But this is the very first time he's heard of the discovery of a land-dwelling vertebrae in the park. It really goes to show what kind of fossil resources are hidden in our national parks, waiting to be discovered and shared with the public, Marsh tells the Sacramento Bee. And there you have it, guys and gals, my qualifiers. That's SmithsonianMag.com. There is fossils in them hills. 
at the Canyonlands in Utah. So, hey, a bunch of people from Southern California went out there and uh, stumbled across a bunch of fossils. And it is a fossil from a very old vertebrae that lays eggs. So we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about before birds, right? We're talking about the first... I guess reptile the first and then after that they evolved right i mean if that's what you believe could be different who knows the next story <laughs> is from wjactv.com that's channel 6 news wjac anti-mandate not anti-vaccine healthcare workers in somerset protest vaccine mandate Dozens of healthcare workers gathered in Somerset County Saturday to protest the vaccine mandate that will go into effect in most medical facilities in a few weeks. Healthcare workers met at the Diamond in Somerset holding signs reading Freedom of Choice to protest the recent mandate issued by the Biden administration and being enforced by companies such as CMS centers of medicare and medicaid services medical professionals working at a facility that accepts medicare and medicaid are being required to receive at least one dose of the covid 19 vaccine by december 6 and staff must be fully vaccinated by january 4th the regulation does allow exemptions based on medical conditions or religious beliefs the protesters we spoke with said they're not anti-vaccine, they're anti-mandate. I think that everybody agrees that we should have freedom of choice. We are not here to be anti-vaxxers. That's not what we're saying. We are anti-mandate. It should be all of our choices. For two years, the healthcare workers have done the best they can to keep everybody afloat, healthy and safe. And if we're all terminated from our positions, I don't know who will do that. Officials with CMS say the mandate protects those fighting this virus on the front lines, while also assuring patients and their families that they'll be protected when seeking care. The action addresses the risk of unvaccinated health care staff to patient safety and provides stability and uniformity across the nation's health care system to strengthen the health of people and the providers who care for them, CMS said in a statement. I am a vaccinated person. I do not support the mandate because I feel that everybody should have the freedom of choice. I don't think the government, CMS, should be telling anybody what to put in their bodies. That's between them and their doctor. There's a lot of unvaccinated people and there's a lot of vaccinated people here. We just stand for freedom of choice, another protester said. These requirements will apply to approximately 76,000 providers and over 17 million healthcare workers across the country. And that's from WJACTV.com, Channel 6 News, local news, my qualifiers from Somerset. That's, uh... uh that is a topic right there, ain't it? Uh, Anti-mandate, not anti-vaccine. Doesn't that get a lot of people's panties in a bunch, huh? Um, look, man. I mean, I've been pretty open about this whole situation, right? I already got the Johnson & Johnson. I got that J&J, &J, that one-hitter-quitter. And um, 
I did get that notification telling me that, hey, look, uh, Mr. J&J Taker, uh, you can get a booster now. So go ahead and get you your booster. And actually, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to get the J&J booster. Just get any booster. I think everybody should do what they feel is right. The lines are going to be pretty long for that booster on my on my end. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, on that booster shot. But uh, I got that J&J vaccine. So, I mean, I got the vaccine. And uh, like, like they're saying here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all about freedom. I'm all about letting everybody do what they want to do. And I know what everybody's going to think, right? Well, you know, you're getting other people sick, right? Oh, if you don't do this, then you're getting other people sick. But, like, when does it stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, the government says right now that i got to take this vaccine because they don't want me to, quote, unquote, kill others, right? Though the percentage of people that were getting killed is less than 1%. When does it end, though? Like, how about next time it's like, hey, Marisa, you know what? Now, uh... You got to get out of work at 2 p.m. Period. End of story. Because you got to be home by 4 because of this other thing that's scary and the government's helping you. Then what? Do I have to also do that? It could be extreme. That could be extreme. Or that could not be as extreme as you're thinking. You're probably thinking of some other extreme ass shit. It's pretty insane. And talking about insane extreme shit. Look, this next story comes from NBCNews.com. NBCNews.com by Alicia Fieldstad. Kyle Rittenhouse, who was acquitted on all charges related to fatally shooting two people at a racial injustice protest last year, says he supports the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peaceful demonstrating, Rittenhouse told Fox News' Tucker Carlson in an excerpt from an interview set to air Monday night, I believe there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases, he said. And it's just amazing to see how much a prosecutor can take advantage of somebody. Rittenhouse, 18, was found not guilty Friday of charges related to fatally shooting two men and wounding a third during protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin over the shooting of Jacob Blake, a black man by a white officer. Rittenhouse lawyers argued the Illinois teen was defending himself from attackers after he went to Wisconsin in an effort to protect businesses and provide medical assistance during the August 2020 demonstrations. And there you have it, my uh, qualifiers. That's a quick story from NBCNews.com. And I had to bring this cat up because um, this young kid, he's an 18-year-old kid. When he did this, keep in mind, he's a 17-year-old kid. You got to keep in mind where your mind was when you were 17. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, not maybe maybe you, you're, you're, you know, maybe you were an overachiever and all that. And cool. That's awesome. Thanks for listening to Unqualified News. Look, man, this... Man, over the weekend, I listened to almost five hours of this guy uh, talking, uh, him, uh, the prosecuting uh, attorneys, and his defense lawyers. And I, I, I feel like I got a good, a good idea of what, what, what happened here. Um, the first guy that was killed, he was, I mean, you guys have seen this video. He, he was chasing him down. 
he was getting hit in the head, in the back of the head, and he kept running. He was getting hit in the back of the head, he kept running. He got hit a couple times in the back of the head, he kept running. Up until he couldn't run no more, he tripped. And the guy, what was the guy going to do? The guy was going to take his gun away. And what? He was just going to allow this guy to take his gun away and then just hope that he wasn't going to shoot him with it? And okay, I know what you guys are thinking, but this guy shouldn't have had that gun to begin with. Fine. Let's put that, put that on reserve because we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you know that for sure? Do you know that for a hundred percent, a hundred percent certainty that he's not legally allowed to carry that gun there as a 17 year old? Look, it was my understanding that he is allowed because there was somebody there of age that actually was the rifle owner of that rifle. So he was with this guy. So my understanding was that he was rightfully allowed to be carrying that rifle there. I may be wrong, but look, put that on reserve, okay? So first guy, he was gonna take away his rifle and possibly do harm to him, okay? So he shot him. That's the first guy that died. Then he was running away from the mayhem there and they were screaming, he shot somebody, he shot somebody. And then what happened is, you know, I mean, look, I know I know people died here. I, I know this. Trust me, like, look, everything comes from a place of love. Remember this. But I'm just I'm just talking freely here. And it's, there's people screaming, saying, hey, uh, he shot somebody, he shot somebody. And then they, some, you know, they turn around and they see this this white boy, this young white boy looking all camoed out, running with an AR-15. And what happens? A white knight goes into action. And starts trying to swing a skateboard at this guy. He he then deflects the skateboard. The, the skateboard goes. The skateboard gets launched away, and then he keeps trying to run away, but he can't anymore. So again, he's he's trying to not allow these people to take away his rifle. You know, so he shoots this guy. And I was looking at the uh, you know the prosecuting attorney and he was constantly trying to like ask him he was asking him this question that uh many many times he was really pushy about this question he was saying when you shot him were you intending on killing him and rittenhouse's answer to that was no i was trying to stop him and he kept asking that question like if it was going to be a different answer when you're when you're in fear of somebody taking away your weapon you're not even probably aiming at headshots or anything like that you're just shooting you know one of these was a headshot but he he didn't intentionally hold the gun and shoot i mean i saw the video if you guys haven't seen the video you can see the video here uh he wasn't gonna sit around and wait until somebody took away his rifle and then and then what and then what and then this story would have been a lot different who knows where the story would have been but i know why everybody hates this poor kid you know, and again, I know I'm saying poor kid. I, I'm poor everybody. Poor everybody that's a victim here, okay? He has to live with this. This this Kyle Rittenhouse, he has to live with what he did. And here he goes again, I guess. This is my fucking enemy here. The legacy media, the NBC, the CNN, the ABC, CBS, they saw a white person going into a Black Lives Matter protest and shooting a black person. That's what they saw, and they fucking ran with that story. Up until they figured out that, hey, you know what? Uh, this seems like to be a legit, legit shot here. I think uh, after seeing everything, it seems pretty legit. But they fucking ran with this story early on, up until the, the real, real truth came out. Uh, I want you guys to know that. I want you guys to know that. Because that's the reason why everybody's so hateful on this little kid, man. 
because everybody gobbled up that legacy media, you know, what, what they fed us. And what they fed us was white person killing black person. And I'm fucking tired of that shit already. It's happening, yes. However, the media exaggerates it. The media exaggerates it to its benefit. I just get so worked up. You know what? Let's uh, comment a little bit and let's bring in OJ on sports. Alrighty, let's uh, patch in OJ. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, had a kind of interesting day in fantasy football yesterday. Started off kind of tough with A.J. Brown going down in the first half. You know, in fantasy, you always say, if you're going to get hurt, why don't you get hurt in the fourth quarter? In any event, wishing him the best. Hope he comes back uh, healthy next week. Uh, uh, I ran Tennessee's defense against Houston. They scored zero points. Couldn't believe that. But what disappointed me the most yesterday was Dak Prescott only got me four points. Nevertheless, I still won my fantasy, and I have Saquon to go tonight. Um, um, I kind of don't understand Dallas. They seem to want to uh, support the passing game with the run, and it seems like it should be the other way around. You do know teams that have uh, 100-yard rushers tend to win more games. Teams that throw the ball 40 or 50 times seem to lose. Look at Tennessee yesterday, uh, a running football team, but Tannehill threw the ball 52 times, and they got their butts kicked. I don't understand, Dallas, why they aren't featuring the run more. They seem like uh, they're trying to be like Kansas City, who earlier this year seemed to be running all those exotic plays and not being that effective. Yesterday, they seemed to be a little more determined to be able to run the ball, uh, that opened up everything for them, and they were able to pass, albeit not great, but uh, they still was able to win the game, and they played a much more physical game. I watched Get Up this morning. I agree with Orlovsky and, and Clark and Coach Ryan when they were being critical of the Bills' offense, saying that the Bills' offense isn't physical. It's the quarterback that's physical. And Buffalo seemed to want everything to go through Josh Allen. I understand that to to some degree, but they need to practice running the ball, try to get a little more smash mouth, because that's how you win games. They got a couple of talented young running backs. Give them a chance, practice those double teams, and coming off, picking up the mic man in practice, it makes the entire team more physical. I'm just saying. All righty, OJ, uh, that was pretty abrupt. Uh, I think uh, my boy OJ over there, is still trying to get an idea how to work that new phone he got. Um, well, my qualifiers, uh, thanks again for listening in to another episode. Uh, this one probably went on a little long. I tend to rant a little bit, especially now that the episodes are coming straight from downtown LA, from my DTLA apartment, and uh, I get to just kind of chill. I mean, I'm chilling right here, just uh, talking to you guys, having a lemon drink. It's uh, water and lemon uh a la no disclosure billy dean shoemate the third uh check it out no disclosure it's a podcast that is very good very well crafted and it's a podcast that i kind of look up to you know it's an up-and-coming podcast and i feel like if you catch it right now you're gonna catch him in the cheap you know what i'm saying kind of like the stocks i feel like uh he's a rising star so i really i really uh i really listen to him a lot and uh I just wanted to give him a shout out, man, because um, I, uh, you know, years ago, 
about a year ago or so now when i started the podcast uh, he reached out to me and uh and gave me some praise about the podcast so that that got me going early on i don't know if he knows that but uh i, I appreciate it um i feel like you know in life we don't um we don't know where those extra little pushes that we need come from you you you'll be surprised uh where they come from you'd be surprised sometimes they come from very unexpected places um my qualifiers uh so guys and gals i appreciate your listen and uh love you guys love you guys so much and uh peace <laughs>